All right, what's up? Podcast number 13. And we're getting up to a slow, like a little saunter. We're getting up to a saunter. This is the second podcast that I have recorded this week. The other one was late, however, for last week, but this is the second one that I've recorded. So this one should be on time. Not that it matters, but it matters to me, for me, you know? I'm doing this for myself anyway, because I need someone to talk to, and so I'm going to talk to myself, right? That's just how it's going to go. And so, if you're listening to this, this is my therapy. It's not for you. It's for me. Don't know how well it's working, but that's for time to tell. And I'm I'm sniffly again. I'm sniffly again. Sniffly. I'm sniffly again this week. It's the same week, but I know why this time. And that's because I've been doing many hours of yard work. You know, my family is out of town. So I have an abundance of time to myself. So I have done copious amounts of yard work. And my yard is too large. I'm fortunate. Live in a very nice house. But my yard is too big. And that's something that people don't think about often, I think, is that as the yard gets bigger, the work rate increases. And if you can't, really afford to pay someone to clean the yard, then you're left cleaning the yard. And unless you stay on top of it, it really gets out of hand, especially when you have five dogs. We have six now, so add one more. The amount of shit that I've picked up in the past two days, three days, is too much. That's, I mean, it's not more than, it's not like an excessive amount because dogs poop at a, at a rate, you know? And we have six of them, so it's a lot, but yeah, it makes sense. Especially when you neglect picking it up for too long. And we have rock. When dogs poo and rock, and they drop their little doo-doo bombs in rock. It is very frustrating to pick up. Because you can't do it with a shovel or else you'll just pick up too much rock. Right? And you want to keep the rock because that's landscaping. So you put a pair 
of gloves on. And you pick it up by hand. And it's disgusting. However, it is, you know, I've been doing so much yard work over the past three days. And I've been, dude, I'm turning into a goddamn sensei. And, or just a monk. I don't know. Something. I'm, dude, I'm in control of this stupid head. I'm in control. It's me. Not it, me, which is also it. So it's confusing, but I'm in control. You know what I mean? I'm not adhering to stupid little... You know, I'll just pick up... I'll, dude, I'll, I'll sit there with my thoughts. I'll get bored. I like being bored. But... I mean, I've done probably 20 hours of yard work over the past three days. And I've done it silently. And it's a magical thing. Dude, it's... It is meditation. Especially especially when you're going through picking up little pieces of shit. For hours. And you're not listening to anything. There is some weird. Meditative qualities. To that. And I feel freaking good. Dude. You know we talked about it last time. But I decided that I wasn't going to let my phone. And. Those little dopamine hits that your phone gives you to be in control anymore. And so, dude, I barely use my phone. And if I do use it, it's for work mainly. You know, I, I have occasionally used it at the end of the day because, you know, I, I did good. I did good that day. And if you fully cut it out, going to be way easier to break if you give yourself little bits of you know everything in moderation and it's got to be that way or else you won't adhere to it because if you cut it out too aggressively I mean I guess it depends on who you are my freaking grandpa my mom's dad used to smoke cigarettes all the time. And then the surgeon general or Mr. Doctor of the U S back in the day came out and said that smoking is bad and he didn't smoke a cigarette ever again. So take it as you will, but there are some people that can do that. I don't know that I can, but I've done pretty good. You know, I've, I deleted YouTube, which was the biggest time suck for me because I, I love YouTube 
However, now I find that like I'm way more picky about the stuff that I watch. It's much harder for me to pick a video because none of the videos really seem like they're worth my time anymore. And that is a very conceited thing to say. However, I'm that's how that's how I feel. You know? I don't want I don't want to like if I'm only going to watch videos a couple of times like if I'm going to spend 20 30 minutes a day watching YouTube videos then I want to be very picky about the videos that I watch so I'm not wasting my time right and that's all we have is time. But all that to say, I feel in control. And that has always been something that like plagues me is that like when I feel out of control, I'm just in a bad space. So, you know, I, if I feel in control and I'm tired and I'm over and I've overworked myself and stuff, I'll still feel good. But if I feel out of control and tired and overworked, then I will be, even if I'm just, if, even if I feel out of control, but I'm not tired and I'm not overworked, I will be in a much worse space. Also, because I like feeling overworked. It's something that I've talked myself into over time is like, I always have to be working. So now if I'm not working, if I'm, if I'm not overworked, then I feel like I'm not doing enough. Which is like, you know, take it or leave it. It's for some people and not for others. But I think that that's an important part of like getting to the goals that I want to get to. Is like having that feeling of like there's more to do. I don't know. Who does know? If you, I don't know. Send them my way. You know, I'm feeling like an adult, like an old adult. I woke up. Actually, I went to jujitsu yesterday. And jujitsu, dude, it is fun. I'm having so much fun trying to choke these people out. And it's just a good time. Everyone's like super cool. You 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 get someone into a chokehold and then they tap and they roll over and you're both exhausted and you're like <laughs> and they're just like good one, man. All right. And then you go again, right? So it's just like a really, it's a good environment because you're, you're literally fighting each other, but you're still super cool with each other. And it is, it is foreign to what I've been known to what I've been known. That doesn't sound right. It's foreign to what I've known in the past. You know, it's always been like fighting is 
a fight. You're always against each other. And like you are, but like you can be civil about it is what I'm learning, I guess. However, yesterday I obviously tweaked my shoulder, which makes me feel so old. I was doing yard yard work yesterday and I was like, oh my God, man, I can't even like lift my left arm. And I thought I was supposed to be like in my prime. I'm 23. I'm young, man. I've still got, with my height, you know, I don't know, hopefully another at least 50. We'll see though, right? 73. Hopefully 50 more years. That's the thing though. Nothing's guaranteed. Can hope for 50 and get two. Dude, I could die today. Didn't mean to bring it there, right? Not supposed to make this depressing, but that is the truth about life. It's something that I've thought about a lot recently, actually. You know, I, I go through my my day a lot of the time. And I often sit there and tell myself, like, <laughs> this is like a weird, I don't know why I've gotten to this point. But sometimes in my day, I'll just be like, I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid to die. And I'll just be talking about that. Like last night, I was turning off all the lights in the house and going to bed and I was like I'm not afraid to die which probably means that I am afraid to die right I don't know if you have to convince yourself of it but that's like a mental thing you know and it's something that I've worked on is everything's about convincing yourself like you want to convince others but you got to convince yourself first if you don't believe it no one's going to believe it I don't know. I think that it's probably because I I have been afraid to die in the past. Like. Or not even afraid for me to die. Really. More afraid of death within my, my circle. You know. I don't know that I've ever really been afraid to die. I don't know. Who does know? I think that's where a lot of this, that's got to be where most of how people act comes from. You know, it's just fear of the unknown, fear of death. Like right now with the the whole COVID thing, 
I mean, it's also just a manipulation. A lot of these people in power want to like see an opportunity to manipulate the public and control more power. So they've continued to do that with this whole Delta variant thing. I mean, if you have the vaccine, you're good, essentially, from from what I've heard. You know, I'm not a doctor, and I don't worry that much about it. But from what I've seen, if you have the vaccine, you're pretty much Jay Chillin'. So the fact that we're talking about masking up again because we've normalized it, I'm not doing it. I, I really don't care. I'm not doing it. I have the vaccine. I will take the risks. I'm not putting anyone else at risk. It's bull honky. It's a bunch of baloney. I don't know. And the the fact that they're talking about shutdowns, putting masks back on, stuff like that again. I mean, if you think that that is actually helping, you're wrong. Like, it's it's clearly not helping. The whole point of it at the beginning was to to reduce the curve, to slow the, to flatten the curve. That's what it was. To flatten the damn curve. That was the the narrative when everything started. And I was with that narrative. I heard about the coronavirus in one of my classes when I was in college, and we did the numbers on it and it was it looked horrifying. And I was going around telling people I was like, "Oh, it's going to come to the US. We're going to have to shut down. School's going to get canceled." Every and I was I was right. You know, because I looked at the data and we did not have vaccines for it. No one knew what the hell was going on. I knew that this was going to happen. So come to me for your news because I know what's happening and when it's going to happen. Sometimes. Never all the time. Almost never do I know. But come to me for your news. So I did get this one right, though. And I don't even know that I got it right. It's it's probably my brain. You know, that's how memory is. You know, it's it's very manipula, manipulatable. Also shouldn't be talking, right? Can't even say words. But your your brain your your memory is very valuable. You can convince it of something else and so the narrative that i'm going with is i knew how this was going to play out like kind of not all of it but i was telling people i had a buddy who was in spain at the time i think and i messaged him and i was like dude you're probably going to get sent home and he did He got sent home. But where was I even going with this? I have no idea. The flatten the curve thing? I don't know. 
but it doesn't, we don't, there's no curve to flatten anymore. We're at like 200 and something deaths a day. The amount of people that are dying, the people that are dying from it are probably people that are dying with COVID, right? Not from COVID. And I heard this on the All In podcast, um, which is a fantastic podcast if you're into business and just world issues, really. Uh oh. <clears throat> there it goes again. You're probably going to get one of those every episode. So stay for them. But they were talking, he was talking about the life years lost. And it's like a depressing area to think about, but it is how they calculate it when you're an economist and you're thinking about the economy and like the greater good rather than the few, you know? And so if someone was going to live one more year, that's one life year lost, right? But if it was a child who had 60 more life years, then you're, you're losing a lot more life in reality. And so a lot of the people that are dying of COVID right now probably don't have very many life years left because they have other issues, other diseases, other, you know, not to say that they aren't worth saving. If anyone tries to turn it that way, out of the four people that may end up listening to this, don't, because that's not what I'm saying. However, there is a difference between someone who has six months to live, a year to live, and a child who has 60 years to live. If this disease had gone through and been deadly to children, it would have been much scarier. But the fact of the matter is, it really didn't affect people who were under the age of 18. Like, obviously, there's ed- edge cases, but in, in reality, like, in actuality, in the broad spectrum. Why am I even talking about this? I don't know anything about this. Don't, don't listen to me, but whatever. We don't need to flatten any more curves. Our hospitals are not going to get overrun. There are lots of states like New Mexico is at 60% vaccination rate, which is incredible, which means that the Delta variant probably is barely going to show up in New Mexico. In other states where they're more vaccine hesitant, it'll show up more and it'll go through the people that haven't been vaccinated. But the people that have been vaccinated might get a cold. I don't know. I'm just tired of it. Why am I even talking about it? It's just depressing. I don't want to go back to it. People need to live, and there's always a risk. Right? 
like when you go to school, there is a risk that when you're sitting at lunch, you're sitting outside on the steps eating your lunch, there's a risk when you're in sixth grade. There is a risk that a ninth grader who's, you know, I don't know, but probably doesn't have the best home life, right? There's a risk that that ninth grader is going to come up, grab your chips, and smash them into your own face. You know? That's a risk of going to school. And that's a pretty mild one at that. I might have deserved it. I don't even remember. Like I said, memory is valuable. Valuable. Isn't that right? I don't know. Dude, my dogs are going to knock over this freaking light. But that is something that happens, you know? But I was, I was, I was a loser. <laughs> I was the, the, the try hard. I was the over the anger management kid in middle school and high school. So it makes sense. I can understand it. I did get chips crushed on my face. My own chips. It was a rough day in front of my friends. I didn't really have friends, but, you know, in front of somebody, some people in my grade that were sitting near me. You know, I think it's important for everybody to get bullied a little bit. Take that as you will. Obviously, I'm not saying what some people might go to, which are extremes. I think that a little bit of bullying can be beneficial. It can teach you a lot about yourself. It can teach you a lot about other people. And those are important things to have when you go into life because... In reality, when you become an adult, there are still bullies. There are still people who want to pull you down, who want to push you down, who have bad home lives or fighting with their wife or don't like their kids or are upset with themselves because they haven't accomplished what they want to accomplish. There are those people constantly, and some of those people don't know how to handle what's going on in their life. And so you're going to have to deal with those people, no matter what. You're always going to have to deal with those people. If you don't learn how to do it when you're in middle school and high school and elementary school, you're never going to learn how to do it. Or, well, not that you're never going to learn how to do it, but you're going to take it in a different way. You might get hurt really bad and just quit, right? Or you'll 
take too much offense to it and try and cancel the person. You don't know what they're going through. Nobody knows what anybody's going through. You're the only person in your own damn head. Now, when we get Neuralink and we can get a little bit more of a peek into people's heads, we can really find people's true intentions, maybe. We'll see. It's a scary it's a scary thought, but it's also kind of cool. It's kind of an interesting idea. And you know, I bring this up to people because I I I'm a I'm a big fan of Elon Musk. I'm a big fan of how much he is pushing the envelope on things that we can do. And I bring up Neuralink to people, and it is by far the thing that people are most against. Right? Because they don't want, you know, he he said on the Joe Rogan podcast that you may not ever have to, you may not have to actually talk with people. And everyone that I talk to when I say that gets a severe reaction, negative, severe negative reaction to that, which I can understand completely, right? But if you look into the past, these are things that happen. And that's how evolution, technological evolution works, right? You know, there were probably a lot of people that's, we're very against the idea of email or text. No, I'll just call you. I'd rather talk with you in person or go see you in person, you know, that in-person part. Or just talk on the phone. I want to use my voice. I want to hear you. But now we've gotten into text messaging, right? We just send pictures of nothing to each other to keep a streak. You know, that was a big thing. So these these evolutionary things are constant and they're going to keep evolving. And it makes sense that if we can figure out a chip that gives us quicker access to our thoughts and our ideas and visions of the world, whatever, whatever you want it to be, um, that will it'll also change the way that we communicate. And that's obvious that's not going to be immediate. But it's going to be I mean like how long did it take for the iPhone to take over? And then everyone's messaging, I mean text messaging, right? iMessage. I mean they came out in 2006, it's 2021 and it's been dominant for a decade at least. So, I mean, these evolutions happen quickly and people adopt it very quickly, especially when it's user-friendly, very efficient, very cool and kind of hip. I think it would be nice because I have, I struggle to communicate things with words. I mean, it's very hard for me to get my ideas out of my own head in a in in words that have others 
visualize the same thing because I'm very visually oriented. So if I didn't ever really have to talk to people, I could just send them my thoughts. It would probably be beneficial for me. I think it would be beneficial for a lot of people because then you really get people's true intentions and you can really see if people actually care about you or if they're just trying to manipulate you, right? So, I mean, that's where I that's how I think about Neuralink. Um but I I obviously have talked to a lot of people about it and they not many people agree with me. So, you know, take it or leave it. Most people are probably going to take it. But the, what they're doing is really cool. I mean, initially it's going to be for people who have had like extreme injuries or can't see or like paralysis of some sort. Can't use your legs. They'll be able to link between your brain past your the problem in your spinal cord that's not allowing the transfer of information or whatever. And then you could, you could theoretically, you could walk again using this. Or you could see using cameras and such through this. You'd have much quicker access to information. I think that it's a really cool idea, and I think that it's going to be what happens next you know but who really knows me obviously because i got this corona stuff right and you know i haven't i wasn't recording video for the past like five minutes and I'm, I'm sorry, and I'm disappointed in myself. But who cares, right? If there is one of you out of the four people that are listening that was upset about that, please let me know in the comments, you know? Really let me know. Really get into me. Tell me what you think. Dude, Elon is living in a $50,000 house right now. Son of a... My grandfather is calling me. I will call him back. Um, yeah, Elon's living in a $50,000 home, which is insane. Like the richest man and one of the richest men in the world living in an extremely affordable home. It's 400 square feet. So that's pretty cool. And I was actually looking into them. I would like to get one because I'm looking for a house and it's called a boxable. And it, it ships to you and it unboxes in an hour. And you just set it up, plug and play. 50 grand 
for a fully like you've got washers you've got dishwasher you got a fridge you got all the amenities that you need for 50 grand and it's because they're making them in a factory that they can do it for so cheap and it's pretty cool you can plug you can you can buy like multiple of them and you can put them together and make a bigger house you can stack them in the future they're very it's a very new company so unless you've got billions you probably don't have access to it oh my god but i wanted one and then i found out that they have a billion dollars in pre-sales which means that there's over 20,000 people that want box bowls. So, I, you know, I don't have much pull. You know, I could tell them I have a podcast, but we, we, we both know that that's probably not the lane that I should go down. You know, got to work on some business really quick. Had to do it to you. Disrespectful. Ow. You know, being a billionaire seems like being a millionaire, probably. Like, how much more do you have access to as a billionaire that you didn't have access to as a multimillionaire? How much more? you have access to i doesn't seem like much more you know as a multimillionaire, you can pretty much get anything you want and as a billionaire you can maybe just get a little bit more than you want right it seems like too much money unless you have big plans for your money unless you're going to use it to make civilization multiplanetary. Right? So I don't know. It doesn't make much sense to me. Jeff Bezos is stepping down as Amazon CEO. And I think he's going to focus on Blue Origin, which is his rocket company. He is supposed to be the first billionaire in space. Like the... 20th of this month or something like that and then Richard Branson who owns Virgin Galactic Airlines decided that he wanted to be the first billionaire in space so he's going on the 11th but he's not I don't think his his isn't really a rocket it's more like a plane that goes up to like really high earth orbit so you're pretty much in space dude I don't know What the hell? I don't know, man. I think I've said that a lot this podcast, but I don't. You know, a lot of these podcasts, especially at the beginning, are probably going to be bad. The last one I thought was really good. I, I had a lot of fun with the last one. This one I don't anticipate a lot of people listening to, but that's okay. You know, it's a process. It's going to take time. I have to put in the time if I want to get to where I want to be. And I don't know what I want this podcast to be. 
I like the comedy aspect of it, but I'm not always going to be in that comedy mood. I, I like the business aspect of it because I'm getting into business and stuff like that. But I'm also, you know, I don't know that much about business. I also want to talk about stupid shit like politics sometimes occasionally, which is a horrible decision. But, you know, I just want to talk about what's going on in my head, in my mind, in life. So if that, if uh, occasionally I'm talking about politics in here, that's what's, that's what it's going to be. And hopefully they're entertaining and hopefully more often than not, they're funny, right? This one, I, I do not think was funny, which is unfortunate, but I, I think it's also a priming thing, you know, depending on how my day has gone before what I've listened to, what I've been a part of, like, what did I prime myself for? So, you know, that's something that I'm going to have to start thinking about a little bit more. I'm also not a comedian. So, I don't know if it's going to be funny or not. I'd like to think that I'm funny. But I, I, I would think that more often than not, I'm probably not funny. Yeah, I've definitely gotten to a point in this podcast specifically where there is no one here. Which, which is fine. A little bit depressing, but how can it be that depressing when one of your whole podcasts doesn't have anyone there, right? I don't think that any of my podcasts have really gotten any views, which... You know, it's all about, I want to make money doing this, but uh, you, if you're not good at something, you shouldn't really make money doing it. Yeah, my last two podcasts have zero views. Dude, I have 17 subscribers. So, you know, it makes sense. That's on YouTube, at least. I, I do have them on Apple Podcasts and and uh, Spotify. And dude, dude, I got nine downloads the other day. Yesterday, nine people downloaded my podcast. So, suck it. I bet they listened for... Two and a half minutes. What you want to bet? I would bet. Probably two minutes. Dude, where am I? What's going on here? Do my top episodes is Depot Alam and Kit Vela. Well, this just doesn't make any sense. Dude, I have 95 listeners, 11 followers on Spotify. How's that possible? 
I have 95 listeners, 11 followers, and it says only two, three people have ever started my podcast. The hell does that even mean? Oh, wait, that's the last seven days. So this is what we're doing now. We're just listening to um, me look at my stats, which, if you were interested, ow, dude, my shoulder hurts so much. Dude, my dog, one of my, one of my dogs, Frankie, just chews on wire. Oh my God, it's starting to get hot in here, man. I'm so tired of the heat and it hasn't even been that hot. Set up account. I already have an account. What is going on here? What? Oh, my God. I don't want to do this right now. Dude, I'm... It's hot in here, and I'm tired. My podcast is up 1,400% in the last 14 days, so you guys can suck it. Absolutely suck on that. I don't know who or where they're listening because it. Uh, I don't know what is going on. These are fake numbers. Fifteen listens in the last seven days. Sixteen listen listens in the last thirty. I've got three hundred ninety listens in all time. All uh, all time, whatever. So your boy's going somewhere, not fast, but I don't know. Oh my god, dude, my hips. I don't have flexibility and jujitsu is a lot of flexibility stuff. So I'm getting torn apart flexibility wise. Dude, I'm going to start a Patreon and have people pay for this. (laughs) Who? Who? Can't even get one viewer. How are they going to pay for it? Why are they going to pay for it? I just want people to give me money. Doesn't everybody just want them to give them money? Doesn't just that's not what I meant. Dude, I have one listener from the Virgin Islands. What the hell? 81% are from Google Chrome. Downloads. Dude, I, what does that even mean? And then 9% are from Apple Podcasts, which is one person. Hell yeah, man. 
Hell yeah. You know, it's a long burn. It's going to take a long time. And hopefully one day I get there to where people actually want to listen to this. But, you know, it's highly possible that it will never get there. But I have noticed that it is... It has helped me in other ways. It makes, me, it makes it much easier for me to talk to people. I've gotten much better at speaking with people and actually thinking through my thoughts as I speak to people, which is a great thing. And so I'm going to continue. If you want to continue on with me, please join. Hop on. And we'll do it again. This one sucked, dude. This podcast sucked. I'm sorry. If you actually did listen all the way to here, I'm. You got to find something better to do with your life, man. And I'm not trying to insult my listeners, obviously, but a little bit. Find something better to do with your life. Because. This was not worth your time. It was not worth my time, really. I probably could have been doing something else. I don't know. It's 9 a.m. So maybe I started, maybe I tried to start too early. Just wasn't on the ball. Or maybe I'm just bad at this. I'm inconsistent. Maybe I should do two a week to really get going. I'll think about it. I'll probably just start posting them whenever I want. At least have one once a week on Mondays, but if I add in another day, then so be it. Hell, dude, if you're watching, I just had the weirdest twitch. I just turned into one of those... uh... Dude, is that even... Nothing does that. That would be a really creepy doll if it just turned its head back and forth. Have you ever seen those um, those kittens that like wave their arm? Like, they don't make any noise, but they wave their arm like this. I don't remember where I saw them. I think like in New York or Europe or something, but they're freaking creepy. I don't know why that's a thing. But they just wave at you constantly. It's like a perpetual motion machine. Probably not. Probably someone has to start them. But they wave. Kind of like I'm doing with my head right now. Dude, this one. I'm sad, man. This one sucked. I'll have to do another one this week. Hopefully I get one that's a little funnier. Dude, I want to be a comedian, but I'm I don't know that I have it in me. Like being a comedian would sounds like so much fun, but also those are like it seems like those are really oftentimes broken people. Not that they're just that it's their the best way for them to find an outlet because they've gone through a lot of shit. Which I think is like that's pretty cool if you can 
do it that way instead of becoming like a homeless person or a drug addict. I don't know. A lot of a lot of comics have or were drug addicts at one point, right? Maybe not a lot, but some at least. Some might even be drug addicts currently while doing comedy. So isn't that fun? Dude, I think I should I think I should load this this thing up with some sound effects. And then I can freaking throw some sound effects at you guys while I'm talking. Now I'm just thinking out life. Imagine what it would be like to just be so chill like a dog. Like no worries. Really? For most dogs? You get fed every day. Lots of them just get to hang out inside. Just chill. They're not trying to do anything big. Like if I go for a run today, that's a good day. It's a good day. Simple. Simple life. And then let's, I want to bark at something. That's it. All right, well, that's probably a good place to stop. This is 55 minutes of absolute garbage, so. That was episode 13. If you did listen all the way through, please like and subscribe because obviously there's something a little wrong with you and you are willing to stick on board, you know? You're willing to tough it out with me when... It's not going good. So, if that's you, if you're here, like, subscribe, leave a comment, you know. Don't share this one. Share share the last one, maybe, or wait for a better episode to come out and share that one. But let's, you know, help me get some more listeners so that I can feel accomplished, you know, get a little bit more ego. People want to listen to me talk, you know, that's always a good thing. It's always a good thing when you realize that people care about what you say, which they shouldn't. But I want them to because I want to be that guy. Ow, dude. It's a ghost stabbed me in the head. Okay. If you're listening to this at night, good night. Go to bed right now. If you're listening to this in the morning, get some work done. Do something with your life. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.